Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to Keeping It Real. I'm Mike. Travis, how are you today? I'm doing good. Uh, we got a guest today. We do. And who is that? Robert Mason. What brings you to the wonderful big city of Marshfield, Wisconsin today? I came up here for Driver Trainer Foundation's Refresher. Man, so how long have you been doing this? Uh, as a trainer, about two years. Been with rail for almost three. So... Had you ever did any kind of training prior to this? Yeah, well, I was in the military for 15 years, and I was uh, I did all the training for uh, small arms, and so. What are the pluses and minuses with training? Um, the pluses is you have somebody to talk to during the day, so that's okay. that's always nice. Uh, the minus is uh, you have somebody to talk to during the day. <laughs> um, you know, it it's really rewarding because. Yeah. You you get to get no new guys yeah. and you and girls. I I haven't trained any females yet, but um, you get to know some new guys, and then you have somebody that will look up to you down future down the road. I mean, I've got a uh, couple students that I had two years ago that still call me on a daily basis just to chat and or ask a question. Most of the time, it's hey, I, have you been to this place? Mm-hmm. And the answer is almost always, yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. What do you know about this place? Well, here's what I know. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no, they, they don't really call me too much anymore about, uh, hey, uh, how do I do this maneuver? Or how, you know, right. it's mostly, hey, do you know this place? Mm-hmm. What could a, a trainee getting ready to come out of GYCDL or some other school, because we get them from everywhere. Oh, yeah, I've had them. What could a student listening to this right now, what could they do to make your job easier? Uh, be open for training. Um, don't get too big of a head thinking, hey, I got my my uh, my license and I know what everything to do. Mm-hmm. Listen to that, tr- that trainer that's coming out and just be prepared to do long days. Mm-hmm. Um, when they when they come out of school, they're, they're, it's a different lifestyle. It really mm-hmm. is being in that truck. So that you, uh, I mean, just be prepared for, A, being away from your family mm-hmm. um, and just a different lifestyle. Um, but the, the, the biggest thing is just be prepared um, and, and listen. That's really it. For the driver out there looking to maybe possibly, you know, on the fence, teetering whether they want to be a, a trainer, what advice would you give them? Don't do it for the money. Um, because you're gonna make you're gonna make more money, yes. But the um, relationships you build and just watching that driver that you're training or mentoring grow from day one in your truck to day 21 mm-hmm. is such a. I mean, it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't do it for the money. Do it for the actual training. Um, 
and and the camaraderieship and actually teaching somebody mm-hmm. something because they're coming out of school green mm-hmm. and by the time they leave your truck yes they're still green but now they're like almost they're a lighter shade of green. Yeah, they're a lighter shade of green. There you go. So, I mean, don't do it for the money. Mm-hmm. Do it for actually wanting to be a trainer and to teach somebody the skills that you've picked up and to just show them, you know, hey, this is possible. Because, like I said, that's that's the key is don't do it for the money because mm-hmm. it's not worth the money. It's worth the mm-hmm. um, just the camaraderie ship and the and, – actually teaching somebody a, a useful skill. The money's got to be nice, though. Uh, the money's should, nice. Don't on. get me wrong. Yeah. I, I enjoy right. the money. But ultimately. But ultimately, it is to actually train somebody to, to do the job. Yeah. I've said it on here before. I had caught myself after about 10 years. I caught myself. You know, I was that guy. I'd get in a truck and start, what is taking you so long to get it in the hole? You know, just back it in already. Just back it in. You it's- got it. Just back it in. And they would get out and walk around the truck. I'd go, oh, my goodness, I got to go. What are you doing? You're eating my time up. And then I woke up one day and I said, I'm tired of complaining about this without doing anything about it. So that's when I got into it myself. Yeah, no, like I said, yeah, it's. It's very rewarding because, mm-hmm. like I said, I've got guys I've been talking to for two years now, and you know, it's it's you get that it's nice to have someone to talk to. Have you had any of your students turn into trainers themselves? Uh, actually, I have three of them that become trainers. Mm-hmm. So um, two of them are no longer trainers because they no longer, unfortunately, work for rail. But I still talk to them right. on a daily basis because mm-hmm. they still call and and we chat. Right. It doesn't work out for everybody. No. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, pasture's greener on other sides. I mean, Sometimes I guess. there's a cow patty on the other side, too. Sometimes there are. <laughs> so you know, have to be careful of them fences you A couple of them over. have switched jobs three or four times since yeah. leaving rail, and I just keep telling them, we see a I'm ton still of here. Them. We see a ton of them leave. And then come back. And I'm, come back. And come back. You, I, know. you know, I like I said, I've been with rail for little. It's almost three years now, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't. I'm not changing anytime soon. I can tell you that. So I asked you a little bit about your students. I asked mm-hmm. you about some training. What made you, because I know you come through GYCDL here in Marshfield. I, I remember did. you. Yep. What made you choose rail to work uh, for? There's uh, a lot of companies out there that do do similar to what we do. So what made you choose us? Uh, what made me choose rail was actually the safety record. Um, I, I had researched, me and my girlfriend at the time, we did a lot of research on um, different companies, and we actually both came through rail at the, at the same time, mm-hmm. and uh, we chose it because of the safety. Mm-hmm. It really was. It's you know, I one of the things that keeps me here is that if I tell Andrea, my fleet manager, hey, I don't feel safe to drive today, mm-hmm. that's the end of conversation. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a little bit more, but I got you. It, there, that's the end of the conversation. It's I'm not safe to drive. She's not going to force me to drive. Right. Well, at this time of year, you know what's out there right now. I know. That's why I'm. I want to get down south, <laughs> get back yeah. down to my hometown, and, um, and and do my do do some uh, runs down south, not up here in the north where it's gonna snow like crazy tonight. So, you know, if you, I know you said you're trying to get out of here today. Mm-hmm. Um, you get that load, you get going down the road, you feel unsafe. You don't can, feel you don't feel uncomfortable calling calling no. her and telling her, "Hey, I don't feel safe out here. I'm just going to stop." That's going to be the end of it. That's going to be the end of it. I've you know, uh, two years ago, 
my fleet manager actually called me and said, hey, why are you still on the road? You're the only right. driver still on the road. I said, I feel safe. Right. And she said, well, you may want to pull over. And so I did. Mm. And, you know, it was it was fine. <laughs> Um, mm. but you know, I felt safe, but you know, she's like, Hey, you probably should pull over. So I did. And you know, it's probably the right, wise decision. I think a lot of them, you know, my safe, like you said, you felt safe. A lot of people safe. There, there's different safes. Like your, your safe driving could have been fine to keep driving. You know, the next person, I always tell them when they do winter sims and stuff like that. I said, just because you see a hundred trucks going down the road. What did they used to tell you? If you see a bunch of people jump off a bridge, you're going to jump off. If you exactly. don't feel comfortable, stop. stop. Yeah, and, you know, I, you know, uh, uh, what was it, uh, 2020 when that big storm came through down in Texas and Mississippi, right. I got stuck down there for four days. Um, yeah. And each day I just called in and said, hey, the roads still aren't safe. Mm-hmm. And that was in the conversation. She said, all right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I and tell you that out of all of the 20 plus years I drove, the only time I ever got shut down was in southern Louisiana on, on that I-12 bridge down there. And I'm like, I shut, I sat down there for three days, yeah. two different times. And I'm like, of all places to get shut down in southern Louisiana. <laughs> I got shut down in uh, Memphis, Mississippi. So, um, so yeah, same, a, same thing. A little advice for you guys <laughs> out there. Keep food in your vehicle, in your truck, because if you get stranded, think about it. The stores aren't going to be open. And those restrooms aren't open either. Nothing is open. <laughs> Nothing's open. Carry so some toilet paper. Uh, yeah. Carry toilet paper. A good book. <laughs> a, good, a really good long, what is it, worn piece? Is that big long make one sure, everybody jokes sure about? Make at least full, half full at all times during the winter. Yeah, exactly. That way you have fuel to make it through those four days. Yeah. You ever got stranded like that, Travis? I know you didn't do trucking, but you ever got stranded like that? I mean, there's Probably been times also. in my life where I've been bored, so, you know. <laughs> Sometimes stranded is good. Yeah, you kind of get in touch with yourself a little bit, you know, slow down a little bit. I, you go snowshoeing. Speaking of the shoes, the snowshoes, you, have you picked up your cleats this year for the winter? Uh, no, because I got my last year's and the years before, so I don't need a third set in my truck. I thought it when I first seen them when they first started giving it to them. I I pictured it being the equivalence of you know when you're with your mom and you're a kid and she throws her arm up to keep you from going through the windshield. No, they work. Trust me, they, <laughs> they work. work. They work really well. Now, they don't work good on a deck of a flatbed, but they work really good for the ice. I was shocked. <laughs> I thought you know like I said I thought this was some kind of yeah okay yeah they look really they look really flimsy and they look like they're not going to work but they actually do. I was shocked. Yeah, I had to use them last. I actually used them quite a bit last yeah. year. So you guys out there, come by one. If you don't have a pair, come by one of your Marshfield maintenance uh, Marshall. Come by any of your rail terminals, maintenance shop, and uh, pick you up a pair. It might save you from a slip and fall, and uh, that's definitely no fun right this time of the year. So. And you can start a cleat collection and hang. You can frame them in your truck. <laughs> this I is said, from. This I is got from, two. I got two sets already in my truck. I, yeah. I just didn't pick up a third. Yeah, this is from winter 2022. Yeah, you know, 2020, 2022. Yeah, 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. So, how was it coming through? You said you came through GYCDO here mm-hmm. in Marshall. How was that? Oh, I I I learned back on the manual truck, so it was a little different uh, back then. Um, and I think I had, it was a four week program then. Wasn't yeah, it? it was a f- yeah four weeks back mm-hmm. then. Now it's only three, I think. Three. Yeah. Um, so that first week was a lot of fun uh, getting jerked around in that truck because uh, you got to work out. Um, but it was great. Uh, you know, I had John Le- Lehman. 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 Yeah. yeah. 
We call him Big John back then because there was a little John, but he's, there's no little John anymore. We got a little John, but oh, do they? Yeah, he's in there. He's just came back from Tennessee. Ah, uh, well, last time I knew he wasn't then there. Yeah, he's back. Um, that, well, we were speaking about people coming back. Yeah, there he is. He went. He went. Now he actually, you know, he, he's from Tennessee. Anybody that's met John, he's kind of memorable up here. Oh yeah, he um, is. He went back family. You know, mm. he needed to get back his wife and everything. Then they get down there and they go. Man, why are we down here? Let's go back. So then he came back to Marshfield. So he's been back a, I don't know, a few months now. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we, uh, you know, I still talk to those. I had three guys, you know, back then it was four guys in a truck. I think now it's down to two or three. Right. Um, and I still talk to them not as often. I probably talk to them two or three times uh, a quarter. So about every other month I talk to them. The people that was in your group? But the people in my truck. Are they still here? Nah, two of them are not. One of them still is in with rail. Okay. He drives up in the northeast. Um, and then um, we, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. You know, it's, it was a lot different learning on that manual. And then I get in my trainer's truck and it's automatic. And I'm like, oh, well, Sean. No. I haven't driven an automatic since since I was in GYCDL. Or a, I mean, a manual since GYCDL. Right. What do you think of the automatic compared to the manual? Uh, I miss my manual. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed driving because I grew up in the farm. Mm-hmm. So I was used to driving a, a, a manual. Um, but it's also nice that I get good fuel economy. So I hit that level 10 every quarter. So mm-hmm. I can't complain too much about that. Give our listeners out there that are drivers some advice uh, on how they can manage their MPG well. See, I've never had any issues. <laughs> um, even when I was na- even when it? I was national, I never had any issues. I I just drove the load, and I've always beat what rail has set for our goal. So I I I do the speed limit, and I just never had any issues with it. So I don't have any advice other than just drive the railway. Yeah, and that's probably why i always hit you know like right now i think the goal is seven something and i'm almost a nine a a lot of it is the taking off yeah when you take off if you if you're the type to take off and with your foot on the zero to 60 you're not going to get any fuel mileage you got to be gradual with it and actually we have a job aid on progressive shifting on the drg the driver's reference guide that'll give you a little bit of helpful hints on that and that's on a automatic yes yeah, yeah you, can you can actually shift, you can shift the automatic. You, you can actually manually uh, shift it. Get, keep your RPMs low. You know that's the key to it. Um, of course, if you got lighter freight, you're going to get better fuel mileage. That's a it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. But if you're uh, if you do it right, you can be all right. So more RPMs means more gas being spewed well, yeah, into that thing. Absolutely, and man. Absolutely. So just nice and easy, right? Yeah, absolutely. I drive a vehicle and I. I mean, in, nice in your easy. in your personal vehicle. Yeah, I nice mean, and easy. I don't want to just don't yeah. smash the gas pedal yeah. down to the ground. This is hard on your everything. Yeah, MPG yeah. and all the wear and tear. Yeah, all the little stuff. Well, it's just like even the idle. You know, try to shut the truck off as much as you can. You know, you sh- that that helps. You know, yeah. we got the EPUs in the truck. Shut the truck off. Uh, if you shut the truck off, you close the curtains. I'd never had much problem staying warm or cool. You know, unless it was extreme weather. You know. Like you get up here in Wisconsin. Like we get up here in Wisconsin, <laughs> exactly. I had my heater on for the first time in months last right. night because, you know, up here in Wisconsin, it was cold. Yeah. So we talked about rail a little bit. What do you do when you're not driving? Uh, I play a lot of board games. What I got kind? a lot. Uh, generally European board games. Um, 
Most people won't recognize the board games I play, but um, the popular one is Fire Tower. Um, uh, That's something you can play, play by yourself? No. I, okay. Uh, I have friends come over. I do a lot of role playing, so a lot mm-hmm. of Dungeons and Dragons, a lot of, you know, if it's a strategy game, I've probably played it. Um, but like, and I say I like board games. Everybody's like, "Oh, you like Monopoly?" I hate Monopoly. Right. It's a game of chance. Well, I can tell you can't be a true Dungeons and Dragons because if you were a true, you'd be saying D and D. That's uh, what all of the the cool Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> people say. Well, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons as often <laughs> as I should. I play a lot of other systems. But yeah, I mean, right. When you say Dungeons and Dragons, people actually know what that is. Right. Um, you know, I played back when it was not cool. Okay. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I got you. You know, I played back when it wasn't cool. That's yeah, okay. It's uh, a lot of things come and go, you know, so it's kind of yeah. funny. You're, how old are you? Uh, I'm 46. 46, so we're right about the same age, pretty yeah. close. What did you do prior to trucking? Uh, well, I, like I said, I spent 15 years in the Navy, mm-hmm. um, so I was used to traveling. Okay. Um, and then um, after that, I went into retail and got tired of all the Karens in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's a sweet person, right? Yes, yeah, I, I knew what she was. She's a sweet it. person. Yeah, yeah, I got tired of all those sweet Karens. Yes, and uh, I wanted to go back to traveling, mm-hmm. and so um, I, you know, I too old to go back in the Navy. So I said, well, let's uh, try this trucking thing out. Mm-hmm. And here you, um, here you be. Here I be. Yeah, you know, as like I said, that's three years ago. My first day of class was actually the day the country got shut down by COVID. That was wow. a fun. It was a good start to it. It was a great start. That was that was a fun, interesting time here at the Marshfield Terminal, trying to figure out all the different regulations. And but yeah, that was my first day. It was day COVID shut the world down. A lot of things have changed, you know. I mean, with the trucking, you you really got to, we had kind of a abnormal freight at that particular time. I mean, freight was exceptional for the past couple of years, and now it's going back more to the way it was prior to COVID. It's kind of leveling out, mm-hmm. and I'm scared that that's going to scare a lot of people because they've, they've I don't want to say spoiled, but they've been used to, you know, we've been kind of picking what we wanted to, you know, to get as far as uh, rail as a company, well, companies in general, and now it's going to be it's going to be important to make sure you're on time. It's always important to make sure you're on time, but it's going to be very important to make sure we're on time, make sure we keep our customers happy. That way we can keep our customers, our good ones. Yeah. No, um, you know, just keep that hammer down and, and get that, get there on time. Right. You know, I, I was, uh, in the three years I've been late to one load Mm -hmm. and that's because it's like my third or fourth load ever at rail. I forgot that Ohio was the East Coast time zone instead of Central time zone, and so you I was know, an you hour heard late. that on Atlas class. I know, and I <laughs> and you, you know, probably took it with me, probably, uh, probably, <laughs> <laughs> and I literally forgot that it was the East Coast time right. zone, and that's the only load I've ever been late to. And right. guess what? I've never been late to Ohio again. Indiana used to get me because it depends on what part of Indiana you're in. That always got me. Because a lot of times I would call the customer and I'd go, what time zone are you in? Because that's a funny, certain parts of Indiana are in the eastern, some are in western. So I'd, I'd ha- always call them. Yeah, and you know, it's right there on their workflow. Yeah. And you just, I just missed just it that time. So, like I said, it. out of three years, it's the only load I've ever been late to. Um, now I've been, uh, now I've had to call and had the ETAs changed. Mm-hmm. But key to that is just good communication with your fleet manager. I think we run into that, don't we, Travis, when we talk to all the fleet managers, what do they tell us? It's always... Keep uh, us informed. I mean, how do they know what's going on? Exactly. Just, I mean, just have a good relationship with your fleet manager. What I teach all my students um, when they're going in is, like, 
set your expectations with the fleet manager the day one. Mm-hmm. Say, say what you want, ask them what they want, and then just communicate with them constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I'm on the road, I talk to Andrea at least once or twice a day. Even if it's just to say, hey, I'm yeah. alive. Everything's going Everything's good. Everything's going good just to, just to keep that communication going. Because if she doesn't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. I don't know what she's doing. It, you know, and building that rapport also helps, you know, for you to say, hey, can you, re- can you do this favor for me of getting my next load mm-hmm. so I know what I'm doing next? Before you go home for the night, or hey, I'm so I don't have to deal with the weekend planners. Mm-hmm. Can you get my freight for Saturday so I can shut down? You know, by building that rapport with your fleet manager, who then builds that rapport with your planner, mm-hmm. you continue to roll. I consistently have 3,000 plus mile weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell you the last time I actually had less than 3,000 miles mm-hmm. um, because I build that rapport with my fleet manager who builds that rapport. And I prove that I can hit my deadlines. I don't, I'm not taking 15 breaks a day. Right. I put the hammer down and I get to where I need to go. Yeah, keep that door, what do they always keep say? That keep left that hand left hand door shut. And yeah. You'll make, the, you'll make your money, you make your miles. Yeah. So where do you see yourself in the future? You're um, three years into this now, pretty much. I'm three years into this. Um, at one point, um, I was actually considering to come up here to Marshfield to be a trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, my soon-to-be wife decided that she didn't want to move to where it's cold, so we mm-hmm. decided that we're not moving up here. Is that the one that come through here? Uh, no, no, I'm no longer with that one. <laughs> um, Sorry, that's all right. No, she's now with uh, I forget who she's with now. Yeah, I got you. Did she come through as a driver? She did. She did. She did. We came, she did. We both came through at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, so you, uh, did you meet then, or did you, did you know each other before? No, no, no. We knew each other before. Be the, Could have been a GYCDL romance I was story. Say love no, connection. No, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. We wrote a book. We knew each other for three or four years before we came to GYCDL. That probably happens more than you know. You know, uh, people probably. are oh, stuck yeah. together three weeks at a time, four weeks at that time. We yeah, should, we should probably do a search for. Uh, See, connections that have been made at GYCDL and have them on the show. Probably happens, I would think. I, you would think. I mean, you, like I said, I'm still friends with, you know, the guys that were in my my mm-hmm. class. You know, a little different, platonically, well, yeah, you different know, friends. friends. But, right. um, but yeah, no, I was, I was going to come up here and be a trainer, and then that got nixed. And, and so now I, I just see myself doing circles and still uh, doing my runs and circles and, mm-hmm. you know, here in the Midwest and taking students and, you know, doing that till – who knows? I mean, yeah. I. You're still young enough. You can do I, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I enjoy what I do. I, I I get behind that wheel and I just go. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy being behind that wheel. You know, turn some tunes on, turn on some sports. You know, when there's a sport going on, doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's some kind of sport, right. and just go. What about the podcast? Um, I've listened to your podcasts actually a couple times. Good. Um, can't say I've listened to every one of them, but I have listened to especially the first one because it was really hi- highly touted on through messages. Like, uh, you know, I think that first time there was like six or seven messages that came across the PC that on that first podcast. Right. It's it, it's a lot easier to get now. All you simply just go to any where any podcast are it's there now you know at the beginning it was a little hard yeah to get see, i'm now. not much of a podcaster so yeah uh, it's not my jam i like right. i said i turn on music and t- or turn on sports and that's pretty much it's on 24 7 in my truck mm-hmm. well i just listen to podcasts over and over myself because i like to hear myself talk <laughs> okay who do you got back home i know you mentioned you're with somebody new now uh, uh how do you guys manage that relationship um 
Well, I mean, we manage it as best you can. I mean, I talk to her on a daily basis. I know where she's going every morning. You know, she knows where I'm going. And she's a driver too? No, no, okay. not this one. No, my my fiance, she works as a histologist. Okay. So uh, basically she cuts up, cuts up people parts for a living. And if it comes out of you during surgery, she's the one that does all the testing on it. Wow. Um, Interesting. So yeah. she's a smart cookie. Yeah. Um, Good so, catch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, she loves it. Um, she's got a Life360 app on me, so she knows where I'm at at all times because she loves watching where I'm mm-hmm. driving. So she'll touch she's, oh, you're in, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, because mm-hmm. let's be honest. We, we sometimes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in Wisconsin. Oh, shoot, I thought I was still in Illinois. <laughs> um, you know, just because the miles, they look the same right. sometimes. She's like, oh, you're here. I'm like, oh, okay. So she loves just watching where I'm going on, on her app. And, mm-hmm. and so, um, and, but when I'm home, I'm home, you know, I'm home every weekend cause I'm Midwest regional, you know, so it's nice that I get to spend weekends with her. So we Skype FaceTime during the week. Um, sometimes, um, just depends on my signal <laughs> when yeah. I park my truck. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we have many nights sat and, it sounds weird, but we've, you know, I've kept her on my phone and slept, fallen asleep, and she'll sit there on her phone and fall asleep, and, you know, we hear each other snoring all night long, <laughs> you like know. the classic long-distance relationship. <laughs> classic long-distance relationship. But it? you just got to make it work. I mean, um, all my kids are adults now, so we don't have any little ones, okay. you know, running around the house, so. That was my next question. Yeah, no, my kids are all 26, 27, and 22, mm-hmm. so. I, you know, no they're adults. For, they're they're no, out. No plans for more. No, 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 no. I followed Bob Barker's advice and got spayed and neutered a long time ago. <laughs> you got any pets? Uh, Speaking have, of pets, I have a lot of pets. Uh, we have um, a dog, three ferrets, and a um, bearded dragon. Nice. So there's do, a lot of pets to keep so her entertained. Do they all play together? Um, the ferrets and the uh, the dog play together all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the Bearded dragon. Bearded dragon? No, she doesn't come out of her cage very much. She won't have any of that. No, no, no. Like hissing and stuff or what? No, she just flares up her spines. So she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't like to play. She likes to stay in her cage and do her own little thing. What else do you like to do at home? With, we with play the, a lot of board yeah, games. We play a lot of board games. Anything new? Uh, new as Bo- in board games. Uh, I mean, the newest one, like I said, is Fire Tower. It's uh, a board game where you're trying to protect your forest from burning down. That sounds riveting. It, it actually is. It's a it's, just, it's a screw your neighbor type game. Okay. So you're trying to burn down your 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 friend next to you's fire tower. And we used to play with uh, a game. It was a Canadian, a French Canadian game called Millie Born. Have you I've ever heard, heard of it? it? I've heard of. Never and played it's it. But similar I've heard of to it. that. It's not a it's not a board game. It's literally you flip on these cards to try to derail your the road trip of your other person. And okay. because my, my ex-in-laws were from Canada and, and England, so they brought the same thing. I actually enjoyed it. It's vengeful. Uh, we had a good time at it. So That's the type of game I, I enjoy. Screw yeah. your na- I enjoy Screw Your Neighbor games uh, yeah. quite a bit. Um, another game we play quite a bit is uh, Secret Hitler, which is a um, someone's Hitler, and you're trying to discover who Hitler is. I've never heard of this. It's a good party game. But I will be looking this up. It, look it up. It's a good – it's yeah. a very fun – It's a, you need six-plus players, to people, to yeah. play it, but – you know, it's it's fun. It's you know, it's you know, and then there's one night, one night werewolf where someone's a werewolf. And they're mm-hmm. going around uh, trying to detect who the werewolf is. 
And I've never had, you ever heard any of these traps? Do you play board games? Not really, but these or, strategy games are definitely you know not like the that. not the chance games, but these strategy mm-hmm. games Strat- you're talking about. Yeah, strategy they sound games fun. Are, are what I play. I do more PlayStation. You do play? You do PlayStation? I have my PlayStation. It's at it's at the house. I it's not in my truck. I you know I've I had it in my truck at one point, but I just stayed up too late, and then I was tired the next day, and so I had to take it out because. It just it messed my whole week up. Yeah, it just messed my whole week up. I had so to take it out the truck. I, I, I started a. I'm the type if I start something, I want to finish it. I want to finish it. Yeah, and I played this NASCAR game, and I was the champion before the night was out. But boy, did I pay for it the rest of the week. I had to reschedule my appointment, and yeah. uh, I can't argue with it. It's yeah, just, I, I have a TV in my truck, yeah. but I can't actually tell you the last time it actually right. was turned on. How about eating on the road? Um, how do you manage that? How I manage that is um, every Sunday I actually make our meals for the week. So we'll sit there and meal prep for the week. We go to we went to Costco and bought they got little uh, Chinese Tupperware mm-hmm. containers. Um, was everybody sees there? I don't know. They're, like you get with a takeout. You get the yeah. Chinese takeout, and we bought. They were like six bucks for twenty five of them. So we bought a couple packs of them, and um, we. Prep meal prep for the whole week, so we do a lot of salads and a lot of fish and a lot of, a lot of chicken. How do you keep it from going bad all week? I got freeze a fridge. I got a fridge in my truck. Okay. He's got the fridge. <laughs> I got a oh, fridge and a, I got a freezer too. I got the good fridge gotcha. freezer combo. Okay. Um, if it's just the one at uh, Home Depot slash Lowe's, I don't remember where it's. I got it at. Mm-hmm. It's just tall enough to fit right. It's like got about a quarter inch clearance, and then mm-hmm. the twenty twenties. 2022 Freightliners, it's just tall enough to fit in there. So did you start that right from the beginning when you were driving? Uh, yeah, I've always meal prepped for the week. Okay. Um, because, again, I like to be asleep within a half hour of stopping right. my truck. Mm-hmm. I'll throw it on the George Farming Grill. and um, There's so many people out there. You know, they'll they'll spend a fortune out there. Yeah. You'd no, be surprised I, what you're saving. I, I, 90% of the time, I do not stop at truck stops for the night. Mm-hmm. I like to stop at rest areas because that stops my temptation of going in and buying mm-hmm. Um, dinner because oh I'm tired. Yeah, there's McDonald's or Hardee's or whatever. And they're a lot cleaner. Uh, yeah, and so I literally just go to rest areas because a yes, like you said, they're a lot cleaner, they're a lot quieter, mm-hmm. and I don't have that temptation to go spend money. Right. And so I always, you know, um, when I have a student, we do stop every other day for our 30 minute break mm-hmm. to take a shower. Mm-hmm. So I, I incorporate that into my trip planning of, all right. Today's a shower day, which means we're stopping at a Love's, you know, Pilot, right. wherever on the route to take our shower. Mm-hmm. I I don't like I said I particularly do not like stopping at truck stops because I've had my mirror taken off my truck way too many times at truck stops. I've mm-hmm. never had my mirror taken off at a rest area. Most of the time they're easy in and out. It's pull throughs. Pull throughs. It's, uh, it's easy. Like I said, it's quieter. You don't have to deal with anybody. You know, you you know. So I prefer rest areas, um, and that's how I plan my trip. Is mm-hmm. I'm making it to this rest area um, because there's generally a rest area. You know, every forty-ish miles. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, not they're pretty much quiet. You know, mm-hmm. I I can't tell you the last time I actually stopped at a truck stop, right. um, other than to take a shower. You. you know, and to get fuel, but right. to actually sleep, can't tell you the last time I stopped at a truck stop. You know, with our job. The schedule fluctuates. Mm-hmm. You Can. know, today you might, this week you might be stopping every afternoon at six o'clock. Next week you may be stopping at nine whatever, o'clock, you know. ten o'clock. How do you adjust for that? I, you know, I, I just do. 
I, I don't, I, you know, when I stop, I stop and I'm, I'm ready to go sleep. I mean, I, I can get up at midnight and get up at one, get up to whatever time my clock says I need to get up to get that load to where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I get it there. I, it doesn't bother to me. Um, just that important. may be part of my military training of get the job done. Yeah. You know, I, like I said, I spent 15 years in the Navy. I think a lot of people that get in trouble is the ones that they go into the truck stops, goof around. Uh, video games, video you know, like games, stay, stay up and, you know, and they're there, for, you know, four, four hours and they're like, oh, I should probably go to sleep. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I make sure when I'm on the road, I get at least nine hours of sleep and, and that's what I need. I mean, some people can function on six hours. I cannot. I, I enjoy my sleep. I enjoy my sleep way too much. Yeah. But when it's time to get up, you know, I get up and I'm on the road. You know, Feeling good, up. right? Oh yeah. I feel good every morning. I make my breakfast every morning. Um, it's generally oatmeal with a cup of tea and a spot of tea. A spot, our, a spot of tea. Our friends, what is that? <laughs> yeah. up north? Where's England? That <laughs> no, I just I, I don't <laughs> do coffee. What is that? Just north, top left. That's what our friends up top left, north, whatever. That's what they say. Spots of tea. Spot of tea. Yeah, yes. Spot of tea. Yes. And then I just get on the road and I drive till six, seven hours later if I can, and right. stop for my thirty minute break, and then drive for another, you know, four hours and park it for the night and right. do it all the next day. Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Some days it feels like that. That's like that's for everybody. It's for yeah, everybody. It is. Yeah. I mean, I do it here when I come to work. It's you know eight straight days. Mm. It's like those people that kind of are always running from a job or mm-hmm. you know switching stuff, trying to find something. Uh, you know, if it's a general thing like that, mm-hmm. you're really not going to find anything different. That's just life. Yeah, I mean. So when you're out here on the road, what what do you do to entertain yourself? I know you got to be driving for long hours with a student. What do you um, do to keep? Yourself I mean, I have my tablet that has all the the uh, you know streaming services mm-hmm. on it. Um, a lot of times I'll stop and I play poker for a couple hours. You know, if I'm if it's like my 34, I'll stop and play poker for you know a couple hours. Or if I'm sitting at a you know waiting for someone to you know loaders. You know, I play poker and, you know, because, again, it's a strategy. There is some mm-hmm. chance to it. But, you know, um, or I just watch, you know, a TV show that, you know, my significant other wants me to watch that day. Yeah, and got hooked into the casinos. You said no, poker. I, you know, I don't go to casinos. I literally just play the free apps on. Um, and then when I'm home, um, uh, my home times a lot of time are Tuesdays and Wednesdays mm-hmm. because uh, the local cigar bar does poker nights on Tuesday nights so I go play poker okay. quite often and entry fees buy a cigar well am I gonna buy a cigar anyway so might as well, might as well go play poker so like I'm not playing from you know I don't play for money because I you know I make good money but I don't make enough money to, to waste it, it on a you're gambling. not a gambler I am not a gambler but I enjoy playing poker yeah, yeah. just not a gambler I was a I was a professional gambler for about 48 hours I was doing a 34 down in Indiana I walked in with twenty dollars and walked out with a thousand and twenty six dollars. Yeah, and it then I went happen. to Oklahoma and I donated it the very like two days later. So that was the end of my career. A couple times I've been to Vegas. I'm happy to leave with the same amount of money I came <coughs> with. That means you're a winner. Exactly. <laughs> Last time I went to Vegas, I left with twenty dollars less than what I came with. So you I mean was... all the big flashy new buildings and lights? That don't mean they no. give money away. No. You mean uh, just like your gambling budget? Yeah. My gambling budget. No, even my food budget. I came back with twenty dollars less. Oh, because you made a little bit. I made a little gambling. bit, but you know. So you are a gambler. I can be, but I choose not to be. <laughs> I do love the food in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, the food. Best meal in my life. I uh, I got to go to Hell's Kitchen, and while they were taping it, and. Mm. I got that was an expensive meal though. It was four hundred dollars, but 
It was well worth it. I got I got beef Wellington. It's like Uh, butter. It really was. I can't picture that. What kind of Michelin stars is Rams? I don't think that has. I don't think there's any Michelin stars in Vegas officially. I don't think there's officially. Yeah, I don't. But it's pretty good. You would swear them down the way you talk about food, Travis. You would be a big guy, but you're not. It's a metabolism. It may be. Yeah, lucky guy. Lucky guy. Oh, you guys aren't big. Come on. I have to work at this though. (laughs) Yeah, I can't eat. I got a crazy metabolism. You know. When I, it, a lot of times uh, during the summer, uh, if the if I'm sitting there at a shipper mm-hmm. or a con or wherever getting loaded or unloaded, I'll be outside my truck walking laps around my truck to, you know. Well, I stay active. I, stay, I move and stuff, so it's not like I just sit yeah. and eat. Yeah, but, I mean, as a truck driver, we don't move a lot. That's why I, you know, I got to get out and do that well, exercise. Well, some of us do. Some of us work flat better. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, my hardest part of the day is pulling out my leaf blower and blowing out the back of my truck. <laughs> and closing the doors. And closing the doors. <laughs> Sliding your tandems. <laughs> I, I'm not not saying that, you know, flat. I, I couldn't do it. Nope. Blowing um, out the trailer to the back of the trailer and then exactly. sweeping it up, putting it in I'm the trash saying, can, I didn't right? Say, I didn't say blowing it out. I said blowing the trailer. <laughs> I have my broom and I use it every day. I got you. I got you. You have to want to do that to you have do to. it. That flatbed stuff. Yeah, you, you have to. Yeah, you have to no. want to do anything to do it. But flatbed, you have to want you, to that, do that. They spend way too much time out in the weather and the do. elements, and it gets too hot during the summer and too cold during the winter. Lifting heavy tarps, no, tarping, which is no. crazy. One Strapping. No, not three interested. Crazy. Not interested. <laughs> I love it. I did it for 25 years. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you can keep it. I no, I will shut that door and blow out the, the trailer. To it's I it always clean. got a kick out of. You would go somewhere and it was always something different. You don't have walls holding it in, so you got to figure out how to secure it. It was just like a. It was strategy. Yeah. How am know? I going to the board game? Yeah. How yeah. am I going to secure this load? My giant my, board my game. most interesting load right. was when I delivered to the, I delivered to an Amish farm, and they had to take a horse up into the back of my trailer to pull out the pallets. <laughs> and that would be interesting. I had to call safety to find out if they could put the horse in my trailer, and they're like, <laughs> like if you feel good, I'm like, okay. Did they say what? <laughs> yeah. That was the yeah yeah. I said, well, they want to put a horse up in my trailer to pull out this pallet of i don't remember what it was right uh i think it was shingles or some kind of building material I'm i don't like, think i've ever heard that before yeah they put a horse up in the back of my trailer we're gonna have up. to get somebody from say don't safety. they have to lift up the pallet and then pull it i, I think they're just drug it so they, they, just, they just drug it that seems like it wouldn't be and I, I, all i told them was don't let the horse poop in the back of my trailer because if it does you're cleaning yeah. it well i think you guys got like the metal i guess it could no yeah. it's wood it's wood back there wow. yeah I thought about they just that. drug it they yeah. just drug it it was it was fun it was an interesting load it didn't damage anything no it didn't damage anything they right. they you know Carefully. that i've delivered to the almost a couple of times the other time i would delivered uh uh boxes of uh glass vases mm-hmm. like ten thousand pounds of them and they hand unloaded all ten thousand pounds of mm-hmm. they had like eight or nine of them back there just going to town and they were faster than some guys that with power tools back there Work ethic. Yeah, yeah, they they just got it unloaded. It was pretty quick. I sat, I just sat there on the dock and ate my lunch and watched them. They're great people. They work their tail. They off. work their tail off. I was like, you guys yeah. are better than me because I would not want to hand unload all that weight. Yeah, we did a lot of it with the flatbed lumber and stuff. You'd pick up and and the boards, you know, the stacks would be on links, and they'd get it back there with an old fashioned handsaw and just okay, you're good to go. Yeah, great people. I mean, yeah. I love always loved uh, picking up and delivering there. It's uh, it's interesting because a lot of times the GPS doesn't really take you to where you got to be, and you it can't does get call, interesting. And you though. can't call them because they got no phone. No, so it's a it's always a fun, fun experience. Yeah, that's a I could tell you stories. Yeah, yeah, these farms are fun to get to. What's the most interesting location you've driven a truck into? 
Um, well, the funnest place I ever went was I went down to Florida. And I got to do a 34 down in Florida, down in Orlando, and got to go to Disney World on a 34 a couple times. That was a lot of fun. Well, I wanted to ask one more question, Travis. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, you eat hot dogs? No. <sighs> Brats? Yes. Okay, well, let's go with brats then. If you were going to eat a hot dog mm-hmm. or a brat, what would you put on it? What condiment? Oh, everything. Uh, chili, onions, mm-hmm. cheese, relish, sauerkraut, mm-hmm. everything. Anything else? Mustard. Anything else? No. I'm fishing here. No. No ketchup, huh? No. Ooh. Well, he doesn't eat hot dogs. Anymore. I don't eat hot dogs, so. so he yeah. doesn't count. Yeah, he doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you ever tried a Chicago dog? I have tried a Chicago dog. They're pretty good. You you grew up, where'd you grow up at? Uh, Kansas City. Okay. Got yep, a good Kansas barbecue City. down that way. We got the best barbecue. Well, Texas will. Nope. nope. Texas will dispute nope. that. Everybody disputes it. Every, <laughs> wherever you go, you know, South Car- you know, Carolina yeah. say they got the best. St. Mm-hmm. Louis says no, they got the best. I disagree. Kansas City's got the best. It's not bad. We got it's we've not. got a bar from my house. I I from my house. I've got five good barbecue points places I can walk to from my I house. I think That's we awesome. could solve this, Travis. I think anybody from anywhere else should bring barbecue to Marshfield, Wisconsin, and offer me and Travis barbecue, <laughs> and we will test it and we'll see if you can beat Texas. But as of right now, I'm saying Texas is uh, the best. You could take a trip. You could you could run mm-hmm. a load down to Kansas City or. We'll you set know. up the back as a studio, recording studio, the trailer. Sounds good. We'll It'll be we fun, can bring man. a grill. We'll do some recruiting events. We'll bring Norlin. I, I don't have a problem with this. I'm good with yeah, it. Excellent. Set up in a <laughs> parking lot somewhere. Yeah. We can hand out uh, recruiting stuff for real. Sure. Make it, make it all valuable. I'm liking this idea. Let's, let's end it right there, Travis. Yeah. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Robert, thanks for coming on today. Yeah. Oh, no problem. It's fun. All right, be safe on Always. your way back down. Yeah. Time and to do some good barbecue time. for us. Always, every at least once a week. Yeah. All right. You guys keep listening to the podcast, and we'll keep bringing you new ones very soon. Keep it safe and keep doing it the railway. Yeah, that's pretty much it.